Welcome to Real Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Carrington, and today we got my brother, Donovan. What's up? Donovan, we have been out of the game, the podcasting game for a little while, but we've been creating content still, yeah. just not in the audio space. So yeah. what have you been doing on our YouTube channel? Well, I've uh, been doing just board game stuff. And uh, you may have already seen I did a tutorial video on Fields of Fire. It was requested. So I did some research to make sure I got most of everything correct uh, and filmed it. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And it seems to be doing pretty well as far as YouTube channel is concerned. Um, mm-hmm. The views mm-hmm. are up um, more than our normal average videos are doing. And view time's up on that one as well. So, yeah. Good job with it. It's crazy. Crazy. Thank you. Thank you. I was surprised. I'm just as surprised as you are that it did as well as it did. And the reason why I brought up the YouTube channel, because we're actually recording both audio and video for this. So mm-hmm. for our video people here on YouTube, hey, what's up? Uh, they can see I've got a little animated background. And that's not just any background. It's a Star mm-hmm. Wars animated background <laughs> for good reason, because I reason. was working out earlier today, Donovan. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I just get a text from you like, we have to talk about this. We have to talk about this now. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do have to talk about this now. But what is it's this? <laughs> uh, well, Oculus just released uh, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge today, mm-hmm. at, as of this recording today. Uh, and wanted to get a review in because it was a fresh game. Super fresh. All right. I mean, I know we're mainly an indie channel, but I mean, but it's Star Wars. We love Star Wars so much. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I said. That's why I brought it up, even though it's not quite indie. It's Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry. We have some indie stuff that we'll be reviewing as well coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's Star Wars. So what is the name of the game that it's Star Wars related? Because I know it's not Squadrons. Oh, the game that uh, we're talking about today? Yeah. Uh, Tales from Galaxy's Edge is the name of the game. It's an interesting name because it reminds me of Galaxy's Edge. If that's a Disney World, I I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge yet, but I assume there's some connection. Yeah, yeah, it's huge connection because it takes place on the same uh, fictional, of course, fictional uh, planet of Batu. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, in the basically in Black Spire Outpost, um, there's like a little cantina that you're uh, where you, where you start, and it overlooks the Millennium Falcon. So mm-hmm. the Imagineers worked with ILM and they made a canon to where when you go to the park and you look in that little area, that's where the game takes place mostly. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I thought that I was like, I like yeah, same. <laughs> uh, I, this yeah. is me being to Florida twice. So I haven't gone to Star Wars Edge for good reason because of a pandemic. And when I have gone to Florida, I don't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that's really cool. Uh, This is episodic, though, right? Just like uh, Vader Immortal? Uh, Sort of. Sort of. I don't know exactly what their DLC is going to be yet. I know it's going to contain more tales from uh, Mm -hmm. the bartender, Sleasel Sleasel Slack. It's kind Mm -hmm. of a mouthful. Uh, But he's the one that actually is the one that's telling you all these little tidbits of a story. And he transports you to that time and you play in the story. Kind of like a mini side quest. Okay, okay. And so well, let's just like, get the fuck away first. Yeah. Well, it's only available as a VR game, and right now it's only Oculus, either the Quest or Quest Two. Correct. Correct. Yep. 
and you're not right I, now because vader mortal mortal eventually did come to ps4 mm-hmm. and it might be on steam now i can't remember it should be on steam now yeah yeah so eventually it did come to other platforms but right now it's they're treating it the same way it's oculus only right now oculus mm-hmm. quest only yeah 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 uh so i looked in the uh because even in the main menu of the game there's a like dlc content and there are a couple of lock slots so it looks like there's three dlc as of right now that is planned to come out and i know they said the next one is going to be coming in uh, 2021 sometime okay well it does make sense if this is more of a full-fledged game more so than vader immortal and it's not as episodic because it was 25 bucks and vader immortal it's 10 bucks for for each chapter Mm-hmm. So I, when I first saw the 25 bucks, and I'm like, I don't know. But if it's just a full-fledged game on its own, I'll probably pick it up. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's a full-fledged game, if if you want to call it that. It's mm-hmm. uh, like the story. It took me about three, three and a half hours to beat, like just the main story. Mm-hmm. But the side quests that come that are included in the, in the story, uh, that takes it up to about, you know, say four to five hours total. Okay, uh, you, maybe six. So it took about three hours just to do the main storyline. Was it good? Was it worth it? It was all right. I mean, the the main premise of the story is you have suspicious cargo. Uh, it gets lost, and you try to find it. And then it's kind of like minor spoilers of what you actually find in the in the containers. And then when when everything is said and done, it kind of just ends. Mm-hmm. But it kind of ends in a, like a open world kind of way where yeah that was the last story that was the last quest that you did but there's still other things that you can do afterward so what made you go carrington we have to talk about this on the show right now (laughs) well just because uh it's such a polished just such a polished vr game for quest anyway and um it's kind of rough for for these kinds of games that are releasing now because a lot of these new vr titles they're not like 10, 15, 20, 30 hour experiences. And I think there's only one uh, Oculus game that's uh, at least 15 hours, and that's only one out of their entire library. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to hold it up to the AAA standard, the your stereotypical AAA standard, because I know we had like Alex came out earlier this year, and that set the bar. And I mentioned it when it came out that it was either going to help the VR industry or it was going to kill it. Mm-hmm. And so far, it looks like it's slowly killing it because now all these other games that are coming out, everybody on the internet is going to be comparing it to Alex. They're going to be like, well, it doesn't hold up to the story as Alex. It doesn't hold up to the depth of, as Alex did. It doesn't have you know, the same kind of mechanics that blew our minds as Alex did. And it's not as long as Alex is. And that's kind of the trouble with Galaxy's Edge now because ILM was like, hey, this is kind of a in between between Vader Immortal and a game where it has got some stories, but it's got way more gameplay elements, which I enjoyed thoroughly. I, cause well, it's funny you brought up Half-Life Alex. Cause when I was looking up reviews, um, cause I'm like, I'm still back and forth about it, but I'll, I'll <laughs> know I'm getting it when I get an Oculus too. Um, I saw a lot of people like the user reviews are still giving it five stars. They're like, this is just as great as Half-Life Alex. And I'm like, well, that's the bar they, I mean, Half-Life Alex, I've played it. It sets a bar for sure. So if they're comparing mm-hmm. Half-Life Alex and still giving it five stars and still saying it's a great Star Wars experience, I got to get it. It deserves it. 
Uh, so I kind of like wanted to get all the negative points out of the way first before I just ooze positivity <laughs> over the game. All right, <laughs> there's what a else? ton, a ton of good things about it. Ton of good things about it. Uh, Are there yeah, more negatives? Uh, yeah, just a couple more negatives. Uh, like, because we're talking about gameplay is kind of short. Um, mm-hmm. For you know something that's that's story driven. Um, well, now I now I just forgot. The, the other the other ones uh what length you said length yeah lengthwise you know that that was kind of uh kind of a letdown but it didn't ruin anything for me um and i've been seeing a lot of people wanting like more lightsaber action in this game and i'm thinking you already had three episodes of vader immortal with a lightsaber dojo in each episode mm-hmm. you know i wanted something different and that's that's what we got and that's that's what I love about it. So like the whole now the, I'll start talking about the positives. Maybe that last negative will get in there somewhere. Sure. <laughs> uh, the mechanics are just uh, really great. It's super smooth, uh, super well polished. Oh, that was the other negative. Now that it came up was some of the controls can kind of be a little finicky. Like when you're trying to grab stuff from your belt, uh, it's just kind of weird because it always wants to go to the center, and you kind of want to grab something else like something from your inventory. Uh, oftentimes when I would try to grab something from my inventory, it would go to my multi-tool instead that was on my belt. And every time I would just kind of rest, the hands would always default to the multi-tool that was in the center of your like your vest. And I had my hand like way over here. So it's kind of kind of something that they could definitely fix, but just kind of it kind of was annoying a little bit when I was trying to like grab for something else and it just kept grabbing the multi-tool. <laughs> You also have an because you you played it on Oculus Two, correct? Correct, Oculus Quest Two. Yeah, played on. Have you, have you tried switching to the Quest One to see if it makes a difference? I have not because I gave it away. Oh, okay, <laughs> to, already. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I gave it away to a family that didn't they didn't have one and they've been wanting one. So I was like, hey, I got an extra. Now I got the Quest Two, so I just gifted it to them. Okay, but I would say. Because uh, I would switch, while well, I still had the quest when I would switch back and forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, there would definitely be some some graphical downgrades, I would say. It would look a little, just a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. That's about it. Okay. All right, continue. Sorry. Yeah, so uh, gameplay mechanics are just awesome. Blasters are really cool. Uh, there's only four of them that you'll get to use. Uh, there's like two blaster pistols. One blaster rifle and one scatter gun, the the shotgun. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are only four, and they kind of are used like uh, Breath of the Wild, where you can you get so much use out of it, and then you can't use it anymore. You got to ditch it. So there comes into a point of where like you just loot from uh, all the enemies you defeat, and that's that's really fun. And they drop credits, and credits you can buy. Uh, like training droids, like the ones you see Luke training against, mm-hmm. you use those a lot. There's like a regular one, there's one with the shield, and then there's one that like, I think Kamikaze's somebody that <laughs> you just throw it and then it'll blow up uh, on a target. That's the cool thing is uh, with these training droids, you just take them out and you throw them and they just activate while you throw them and they go mark enemies for you and then they start shooting at them uh, to kind of help you out. And that's another thing I was not expecting was the difficulty of the game. I was on normal difficulty, and I died a lot. And I mean a lot. Like, this game is 
hard. <laughs> it's hard. And I really want to play it on the hardest difficulty on my next playthrough. But uh, that was one thing that kind of I was shocked about was how difficult it is. It is insane. Because Vader Immortal, I don't think you can die in that game. At least I'm not aware that you can. I don't. If you can, it's probably only during like the more intense ones. Like after, like for example, at the end of Act One, you're fighting mm -hmm. with Darth Vader for a little bit. I could maybe see that point, but like up until that point, I don't see you dying at all. Yeah, that's the kind of kind of thing. Like I, I don't, th I've never died in Vader Immortal. In my and there's no difficulty in Vader Immortal either. It's just the experience. Yeah, and that's kind of what sets Tales apart from Vader is that Tales is more of a game. Mm -hmm. And it has more game elements, like uh, your inventory. Like there are thermal detonators too that you can pick up and and use. That's amazing to hold a thermal detonator and just chuck it at the Guavian Death Gang, which is the main enemy. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so much fun. So, question, really quick before you go on, because mm -hmm. you're moving. You're you're saying a lot of things, and I have questions every time. Oh. <laughs> so, so with the the weapons, the blasters, the four different blasters. Mm -hmm. In particular, the blaster rifle. Mm -hmm. Is it go the very stereotypical but great VR mechanic where you have to hold it with two hands as opposed to a blaster where you're probably holding it with one? You can do both, but uh, the spread, the blaster bolt spread, is mm -hmm. greater than if you hold it with two hands. If you hold it with two hands, it's pretty accurate. Okay. Um, but you don't have to. And holding it with two hands is uh, way more smooth and way easier than some of the other VR shooters that are out there. Uh, even something like, um, Population, like Population One, one yeah. it's kind of a little bit smoother than that. Like a, okay. a little bit better. Which, don't worry guys, we will be reviewing Population One because it is an indie game, so we yeah. have been playing it. But moving on. But yeah, so, uh, and even the scatter, the scatter gun, you have to, I mean, you don't have to, but you can. And there's a hidden mechanic in there that the game, like the game doesn't hold your hand at all with its mechanics. It's just like, figure it out. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. uh, there are these uh, little puzzles, like these loot crates that you come across that you will unlock and open and you get, like, gear, you'll get droid parts, uh, you'll get more blasters. But to unlock them, you got to figure it out. They don't tell you what it is or what you're supposed to do. It's just they're like, figure it out. And that's how it is with every mechanic in there. It's just like, well, just it's up to you to find out and use it on your own. So in that yes. sense, it's also like Breath of the Wild because it's it's more of a playground with gameplay elements as well instead of just a small playground. It's a it's an experience on top of having all these elements. You just have to sit and discover. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it took me two and a half hours into the game before I could realize, like, there's Bacta to heal you. Like, you have a you have health. And mm -hmm. I know that sounds really weird, but from Vader Immortal, there was, like, no health thing. I mean, unless you're in the dojo, you, if you got hit too many times, then, you know, you lose. But in this one, there's, like, actual health, health, and health mechanics. And uh, Bacta is in the game, which is so awesome i really didn't think i would like it that much but picking up back to when you pick it up there's a liquid in there and it moves around with gravity and you get two uses out of them if you use it once you know it depletes it halfway and then you can like shake around the liquid that's in there and it i don't know you just have to experience mm -hmm. it to kind of understand the stu stupid stupid little detail but you can like attach it to your wrists for a quick use so if you're in a bind you just get it from your wrist and 
apply back to i didn't figure out that you could attach it to your wrist until like late in the game and i'm thinking i could have used this like two hours ago <laughs> when i was getting my butt kicked you know how does this compare to other vr experiences in general because i mean we've played squadrons in vr we've mm -hmm. played population one together you've played a ton of indie games on your oculus as well yes um so how does star wars compare or star wars galaxy's edge compared to all your other vr experiences that you've had so far it's uh for a quest native game it is mm -hmm. my favorite game of all the quest titles that are out there right now my wow. that's saying my a lot yeah it is saying a lot it is my absolute favorite it was population one yeah. for when it when it dropped i'm like this this is it yep and then when i got star wars i thought yeah i like this more <laughs> Okay. And it's just, oh, well. and I'm a single player guy anyway, so right. there's that small, small bias that I lean way more towards single player games. Sure, sure. We but, all have uh, our little things. Yeah. So, yeah, it's my favorite game of uh, on the quest. But is when there you a compare, I was going to say, uh, is, go ahead. Oh, I was about to say, when you compare it to things that like you can use Oculus Link with, no, it doesn't quite compare because, you know, there's like No Man's Sky. Right. Uh, there's a uh, suicide guy. Um, there's Star Wars, you know, Star Wars Squadrons. There's all these high level uh, VR games that are out there because Quest, you know, has considerably less power, so you're not going to get as much out of it. Right. But for Quest Native, that's my favorite so far. Does it have original music, or does it recycle like Star Wars music and stuff, or does it use it's, a hybrid of both? It's all original. Oh, oh. So they got they got two composers on it. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't remember their names, but they did a fantastic job with the score. Fantastic job. Um, the they have like six or ten different uh, cantina songs that you can listen to. All of them are super different, mm -hmm. uh, and it's, it sounds really good. These guys really nailed it with the Star Wars theme without without recycling any of the themes that we've heard before. Mm -hmm. Uh, they did a very nice job. And that's another negative I'll say is the blaster sound design was not particularly impressed with. Really? When have, yeah, when we have titles such as like Battlefront and Battlefront yeah. 2, the recent ones. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, know I don't they care have... what people say, but the sound design of those games, they've set a whole incredible. new bar. Yeah, incredible. So when you have those kinds of sounds and then you go to Tales from Galaxy's Edge and they're not as impactful as mm -hmm. you know you could, they could be, it kind of ends up sounding like um, like the blasters from Rebels, actually. You know, it's not there's not a lot of punch in there. When you say Rebels, you mean the Star Wars game Rebels. or uh, the the, um, the TV show? Okay, the blasters kind of sound like that. Underwhelming. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, and like I've even created uh, MP3 files with you know the Battlefront blasters for you know like my own audio dramas that I've worked on. Mm -hmm. And they work fine. And it was just kind of like, you know, I, I could have done that. Like, just grabbed a couple of those sound files, got the echo in there for when you needed it. Mm -hmm. And you know, we need, like, actually, all of it takes place outside. Now I think about it. You would, you would just use that one MP3 file for this blaster and it wouldn't impact the, you know, the size much. Like, mm -hmm. I could do that. So I was just kind of disappointed. But other than that. I wonder if. I don't know. I was gonna say maybe it's a size thing, but you can always compress those and still make them sound great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but other than that, the other sound designer is great. Everything else is great. It is amazing. Fantastic. Everybody who worked on it, audio-wise, I mean, other than the blaster sounds, everything else is amazing. Fantastic. Uh, and I'll also say this. This is the first quest game that I've seen have ragdoll physics in it. I'm trying to think if I know of any. And you're talking native, right? Yep. Well, actually, Population 1 does. Yeah. But, I mean, it's... I don't know. I, I don't want to rag on it because we're not, like, talking about Population 1. But, I mean, yeah. you're, like, standard... Um, like indie type of ragdoll physics, where they just kind of I think it's just going based on the engine, whereas like your say, um, I don't know, like Call of Duty or a Halo or something like that has realistic like falling and reactionary and it doesn't bug out as much, if that makes sense. Yeah, this one is on that level. Okay, wow, yeah, I was like shocked when I saw it. Like, uh, I took out this one Guavian Death Gang, uh, sentry and uh, took him out, and he fell over a cliff uh, with his with his little blaster rifle, and it looked amazing. I was like, I didn't know this had ragdoll physics. They didn't say anything about that. Uh, and of course, sound design amazing for everything. So yeah, that was that was a shocker, super shocker. I gotta uh, get this game. I gotta get it now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. It's way more than meets the eye. Um, mm. Story rise. Yeah, like I said, it's uh, it's all right. The super super basic, no real plot twists or anything. Pretty straightforward. What's going on? Uh, the Sleazel Slack story that he tells you about uh, the Jedi and uh, with Yoda. That's a really powerful, powerful moment. Ilum said it was going to be, and it is. Oh, wait, uh, when does this take place within the Star Wars lore? Okay, so the main story takes place uh before before i think it's before return of uh what was the most recent star wars movie rise of skywalker rise of skywalker i think it takes place before that and maybe in and around like the force awakens and the last jedi somewhere in there okay because sleazel slack drops a couple of lines that uh, he has a couple of theories about stuff i'm like okay well obviously this takes place before Rise of Skywalker. Uh, so I think it's some sometime before that. Okay. And then the story he tells you takes place in like the High Republic era. Whoa. So it's before Clone Wars, but after yeah. the Old Republic because yeah. Yoda's alive. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but that story is really, really good. Would you say even before episode one even? Yes, yeah, before episode one. Way before episode one. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that story was really good. Um, that was like the, I mean, I hate to say, but in the, in that, you know, 15, 20 minutes of side story that you did, it gave you way more story than the entire campaign did. But again, the entire campaign is all about the gameplay elements, less mm -hmm. about the story, gotcha. which I was, I was okay with. Okay. It was, I was just happy to, to be a, a gunslinger, uh, <laughs> in Star Wars. Um, who wouldn't be though right yeah well i mean i guess there's like quite a few people who didn't want to do that but quite oh, a few people who they wanted, want lightsabers like, right yeah they want lightsabers i'm like ah we already did they already did that uh what do you what but do i understand you that they next? wanted what i said what do you think is next for vr what's the next step for oculus for star wars in particular what's the next step that they should take in your opinion 
They probably should create a longer story thing. They should really get something like along the lines of like a Jedi Outcast, or is that too long? Yeah, like a Jedi Outcast. Uh, a lot of people want to jet like Jedi Academy uh, in VR, that kind of thing. But here's the thing: I like I don't want those games remade in VR. I want to. Yeah totally unique experience in vr where it's a full-on game where it's going to take me hours yeah. to, to, to beat I, I don't want those games remade yeah yeah same here like something new but that's where they should go is something uh that now elevates it so they did the story part they did the gameplay part now they got the marry the two and then uh make it even better so you know we're i would love to see something like uh something like not completely like but something like uh jedi fallen order i mean we don't have to do lightsabers in the jedi or the sith we could still do something like you know something like the mandalorian or Mm -hmm. you know something that doesn't require so much lightsaber (laughs) (laughs) it seems like i'm against the lightsaber but it's like that's those are most of the star wars games anyway yeah, that's true. We we do have a lot of lightsabers, and I, I get it. That's what people want. I mean, it's what I mm-hmm. want as well. But at the same time, it's like I I, I like having I like having something a little different. Well, yeah, exactly, and that's why I liked Outcast as well. Or yeah, Outcast mainly because it wasn't solely just about the lightsaber. Even though the lightsaber combat is was amazing for its time, phenomenal. Yeah, there's something more like Outcast where it was a little bit of both. You had a lot of blaster action, but then you got a lot of lightsaber action and you had a lot of uh, force powers. There's got to be some middle that they can do so you can have both <laughs> and have a fantastic story. I mean, even like redoing uh, Kyle Katarn's story, that's good enough. I mean, he's no longer technically no longer canon anymore. They could remake him canon and have some other story with him. Mm-hmm. Easy as that. So this is ILM's journey that they've had so far. They had the the very short experience that you can still get on Steam, which is free to play. Mm-hmm. That was their first like project. They, they were dipping their feet a little bit wet in VR. It's a phenomenal experience, but it literally takes like five minutes. Like it's not long at all. I wouldn't even call it a game. It's an experience. It doesn't yeah. take long. It's like, a, like almost a, demo. Like a, short, a demo or a short film. Like because mm-hmm. you don't really do a whole lot. Yeah, you really stand on one spot the entire time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you got that, and then their next, the next time they, they decided to make a game was with Vader Immortal. Mm-hmm. And me playing that, which I've only still only played Act 1, but from what I did play, like the art direction, some of the like, scripted events that happen, like the whole experience is second to none. Like when you get shot with the... The stun, the stun gun by the stormtroopers, like it scares me every time I play that scene or that, that yeah. little section. And then seeing yeah. Darth Vader just kind of loom over you, it's like, oh my gosh, he might, he might actually be this tall if like, he was standing right in front of me. Just that whole experience is incredible. Yeah, it's, and, and now with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, it's they 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 seem to be taking small steps, like, almost as if they're leading to something, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I've seen like how excited they were to make the game, and you can really tell how you, you, it, it just comes out in the game how how excited they were to do it and how excited they were to show it. Mm-hmm. And it's just uh, it's it's a solid game. You should really check it out, even though it's twenty five bucks. That mm-hmm. may be a little too high for some people to get like a four to six hour uh, game. 
but when it's on you know the oculus that's actually a really good price <laughs> for, for what you get out of it did you get it for free i could have swore i saw um a thing that on facebook or something that said oh hey if you buy this you get galaxy's edge for free i did not okay i may have missed there might be like a recent deal since it was dropping this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't look into it, but I was happy to give Island their money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was just curious because, like, it was just one of the things I thought I saw, but I haven't seen it since. I'm like, is this real? Is this not real? I don't know. So that's why I asked. Okay. So, yeah, to summarize, uh, Tales from the Galaxy's Edge uh, negatives. Um, as I said, it's kind of short. Kind of short. Uh, blaster sound design, not so great. Some control issues when it comes to things on your vest. Uh, other than that, really good. Positives, it feels way more like a game. There's an inventory system. Uh, you got four different blasters, which is good enough. I mean, I, I hate to make comparisons, but just to like really compare, like Population 1 has a very limited uh, amount of weaponry as well. There's only like two of each type, which comes out to like eight total. Mm-hmm. Not that's not a lot. Uh, so I was not really disappointed in the blaster selection, and I liked how you have to continually have to scrounge for things. Like you run out of a charge, you can't recharge it. You got to throw it away, get a new one. But at the same time, there's blasters that I really liked that I really wanted to keep around, but I knew it was a finite resource. So I like that element. Uh, inventory is great. Uh, the training droids that help you. That mechanic is great. Uh, figuring out puzzles on your own, which was a lot of fun. Uh, there are, I think, four side quests that are included in the game. Those are pretty fun. Uh, I enjoyed it because it just, I just love the the theme and the way it looks. Graphically, really good. Looks really good for Quest Two. I don't know how much more they could have squeezed out of it. To be honest, it looks pretty fantastic. Lighting is fantastic as well. I just realized um, something. It dropped today, and you finished it today. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it took a couple of recharge sessions. Mm-hmm. Had to recharge it a couple of times <laughs> throughout the day. Um, so, yeah, uh, sound design, great. Uh, music is phenomenal in this game. It really, it really, really, really is great. Music is great. Uh, all the rest of the audio in there is great, except for the blasters. Not a big fan of. Everything else, fantastic. It's fantastic. If you could score, um, what would you give it? I would give it about a 9 out of 10. It's a really, really solid game. Polished game. I uh, really enjoy it. Only ran into two bugs. Uh, which, the way it works is kind of like, um, I don't know, you have your hub, which is the cantina, and then you have like six other locations that you can go to. There's like a Mubo's repair shop that you go to from time to time. And that's kind of like the shop to buy more stuff if you run out. Um, and then the Batu Wilds is the rest of the locations. But in those, it doesn't sound like a lot of locations that you go to, but in each location, there are huge portions of it. Like I would, I would compare it to a Bagano on Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. That's about the scale ish that we're, that we're looking at here. About okay. <laughs> in terms of nice, looks. Though. Especially for a game that has to fit on a headset and you're 
cheaper version only has 64 gigs. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not full Bogato. Like, it's not like the entirety of Bogato, but that's kind of like the idea of how large that one planet is that you're on. So it's not like you go to a little spot, you go to the next little spot, so on and so forth. They're, they're, they're quite kind of large. I was really shocked. But uh, going between one zone to another zone, uh, it bugged out and, I, it, and it got stuck. And I just did, you know, shut down the, the game, loaded back up, and I was fine. Um, there was another one. Like, there's one texture uh, little glitch that I ran into with one of the plants didn't load quite right. Uh, actually, I think that was it. Yeah, those those only two things. But uh, you will revisit those locations, kind of like how Fallen Order does it. Like you'll go through a location, do one thing, you come back, and they're like, okay, we got to do this, and then you go through those locations again, but different things happen. So that's 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 actually really nice. Um, but yeah, uh, Tales from Galaxy's Edge, solid nine game. Out, nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Uh, check it out. It's definitely worth the time, definitely worth the money to check it out. Plus, they got some uh, DLC that's coming out. I don't know if you're going to have to pay extra for those. I'm guessing yes. And the thing that I really hope that they do with these DLCs is also add more to the main story, not just give you another you know, 15-minute, 20-minute side story. I hope they actually add more to where by the end of their their development, it's going to be a full, like, 10 15 hour story that's that's what i hope for we'll see i mean are there any release dates for the dlc yet nope no release dates for the dlc they did hint that you would continue the story that was in uh part one with uh the the padawan you play as a padawan for a little bit uh they hinted at maybe doing that a little bit more at least in the game dialogue, they hinted at that's what was coming up next, which I don't want to sound terrible, but I hope not. <laughs> I hope they actually do other stories like they had talked about in a lot of their blog posts and in their interviews saying that, you know, you go through, you know, Clone Wars era, High Republic era, Galactic Civil War era. I, I hope to see that they stand true to those. Or, you know, the ZLCs could add just all these crazy stories. No, I don't know. I don't know what they've got going. But that's what I hope is more main story, more side stories. I'd be happy. <laughs> my Oculus comes... My Oculus 2, because I have an Oculus 1. My Oculus Quest 2 is supposed to be here either Monday or Tuesday. Nice. As of this recording, uh, it is 11.19 on a Thursday. So as soon as it gets here, I might drop some money and experience it myself maybe i'll play on a stream i don't know we'll see <laughs> yeah it's uh it's pretty cool pretty neat uh if you can get it try it on quest one i'd give it a give it a shot on quest one and then you can see for yourself the difference on quest two all right i'm excited Sorry. and if you guys liked it don't forget to like subscribe and comment if you're on youtube if you are elsewhere just subscribe and tell your friends it's the best way to get for us to get exposure um we got more stuff coming up we will be creating yep. content again donovan already said that he released a new board game video i actually have what 
by the time this comes out, it will have already come out. Um, a review for Summerland, mm-hmm. uh, for Fire yep. Games, and uh, I'm interviewing Connor. By, although by the time this video comes out, I have already done the interview. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else we have? I don't think we have any plans. Oh, watch out for our Twitch and YouTube channel. Yes. We have a series coming up soon, yes. very soon. That we are excited to record and debut it'll it'll stream on twitch it'll eventually go to youtube um after we're done yeah so stay tuned for those stay stay alert to our twitch for sure yeah and stay yeah we got more stuff coming down the pipeline let's go we're back rdp (laughs) took a little while to kind of recover from all this you know get back on track we got a little burned out and had to take a small break even if it was three four months had to take a break Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now we're back. And Refreshed as always, ready to go. 